You're listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Join Sharon as she discusses the human experience of creating and maintaining relationships of all kinds, from friendships to family and everything in between. And now, here's Sharon. Welcome on into Ship Talking. I am your host, Sharon Levine. And if you haven't listened to us for a while, as a reminder, Ship Talking is WCHL's relationship talk show. So here at Ship Talking, we talk about everything that falls under that relationship category. So dating, um, romantic relationships, of course, friendships, professional relationships, relationships with ourselves. everything goes at Ship Talking. I am here. My friend is smiling at me, making me laugh right now. I am here with two friends. Uh, one you know pretty well. What's up, AJ? Hello, Sharon. How oh, are you? I am so good. Thank you for joining us. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me back. I'm also here with my good friend, Aaron, who is, is new to Ship Talking. What's up? What's up? Thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Yeah, happy you're here. Our topic for today is one we haven't covered yet. We are talking about long-distance relationships today. I asked Aaron to come with me, who has some good experience in that, and AJ's going to talk a little bit about his experience in it also. I don't have any experience. I'm interested to to learn from both of y'all. But I thought we would start this episode in a way that I know AJ really loves, which is a a, a game. Did you bring alcoholic prizes again? I, I did it. Aaron, you missed oh. it. So last time we played a game, I had an actual prize. I brought a bunch of it was alcohol to the studio. Jeez, oh, I'm never coming back. I, well. Well, now I know how to get you back. Okay. Uh, all right. So this is the long distance relationship statistics game. And it's very simple. All I'm going to do is ask you a couple questions and I want to see which of you can get closer to the right answer. These are all numerical responses. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Yes. Okay. In 2015, how many people considered themselves to be in a long distance relationship? I learned my lesson. You're going first. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, how many people are in relationships? Hmm. I like your thought process here. This is some uh, think alouds over yeah, here. I'm, I'm going to say- It's in the millions. 30 million people. Okay. 30 million? You're going 30. Uh, i tell you what. I will say, I'll do 31 million. Oh, <laughs> Got some prices right wow. going on over yeah. here. All right. The answer is 14 million. Oh. You're both, you're both very wrong. Really wrong. Really wrong. 14 million people uh, claim to be but in I a long-distance relationship. Technically, I you won. Were, you were closer. Technically, won. technically, you won. Thank yeah. you for, for adding that. Yeah. If I had a truly, you would get the truly for that answer. <laughs> Thanks. All right. This is a similar, a little different. This is a percentage question. What percentage of college relationships are considered long distance. Okay, I think that's going to be a bit higher because it seems like college is when that sort of thing happens mm -hmm. because you've got people who maybe were dating in high school mm -hmm. who go to separate colleges. So I'll go a quarter. Let's say 25%. Okay. Yeah, I also agree that it's higher because it's like of people who are in relationships, how many of them are long distance? Yeah. And I'm going to say two-thirds. Two-thirds. No, no, sorry. I'm going to say one third. <laughs> that, say one sounds third. Like, that seems like an awful lot. Ooh, so 33%. 33%. Okay. 
Mr. Aaron nailed it. It oh. is 32.5% of, this was in 2015, so it might be even a little higher now, uh-huh. of college relationships are considered long distance. Well, nice to see when it comes to games, my form is still holding strong. Yeah, I'm being terrible. <laughs> um, were you all in long distance relationships in college? Yeah, I was a uh, junior to senior year, I was in a long distance for about four months because we started it's dating. A one. Yeah. We started dating at the end of the junior year, and she was from Pennsylvania, so she moved back to Pennsylvania for three, four months. Was she a senior and then graduated and then moved back? Um, no. So she, we were both juniors, but she was going to graduate that December, and I had a full year still to go. We basically did summer. We were. She was in Pennsylvania, and then once she graduated in December, she moved to Raleigh, and I was oh. in Boone at the time. So gotcha. I guess. I guess you could add a couple more months to the long distance part of it if you consider Boone to Raleigh long distance. I would yeah. guess, yeah, I would guess that's makes up a large percentage of that 32.5%. Yeah, it's the kids coming into college with a girlfriend or with a a significant other from somewhere else, and then somebody graduates before the other one Mm -hmm. and moves away. All right, I got Mm -hmm. a few more. You ready? Yeah. All right. What is the average amount of distance in a long distance relationship? This is a fun one. I should have given you multiple choice. Sorry. I'll say 100 miles. I'm going to say 500 miles. Ooh. Ding, 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 ding. I want one. Yes. 125. So if we're not doing prices, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Couples in a long distance relationship call each other every blank amount of days. Here I think I'm the outlier. Yeah. Because I don't call every day. That just means you're comfortable in the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good thing. I I like that frame. Um, Every two days. Okay. Yeah, I was, just, I was thinking two as well, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say two. 2.7 days. Yeah, oh, yeah we're good. both on. Yeah. Nice job. A couple more. What percentage of marriages are considered long distance, which I think is really interesting. I actually know some people who've done that. I do too, and they seem very happy. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder what that says about relationships. I think it says a lot about relationships. 15%. 15%? I'm going to go 5%. 2.9%. Oh. So smaller. Uh, who won? I, d- I wasn't. Uh, D won. Uh, yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. there. Good yeah. job. All right. So again, we were talking about long distance relationships. We have just enough time before our first break. Aaron, I just want to hear a little bit about you. Kind of give us a little teaser, maybe a 30 second bio and kind of a quick introduction to your partnership. Yeah. So I've been with my partner for eight years. Um, wow. We met in college. Um, unlike AJ, though, we weren't long distance in college. We uh, were together the whole time. We actually broke up after college at the threat of having to do long distance, mm. found our way back together. and um, But now, for the last year and a half, We've been doing long distance because of our uh, careers. All right. That was a great teaser. Good job. We're going to stop right there. When we return, I'm going to ask you some more questions and dig a little deeper into some of those things you just shared with us. Sound good? Excellent. All right. Thank you for listening to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. We'll be right back. You're listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. We'll be back with more after this on 97.9 The Hill. And now back to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Once again, here's Sharon. 
Welcome back into Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. I am your host, Sharon Levine. I am joined again by my two friends, Aaron and AJ. What's up? Yo. Hello. I think you hope you had a nice break. Welcome back. At the end of segment one, Aaron was telling us a little bit about, just a little bit about his relationship. Um, so you have been with your partner for eight years. And how old are you? Uh, 27. 27. So, yeah, like all of your 20s. Since I was a baby. Since a little baby. Yeah. Oh, what man. are you laughing at? Aren't That's, you like 27? How old oh, are you? Oh, man. No, I'm 29. The age oh, part's not when I was. Like how, yeah, like making it from 19 all the way to 27 with basically the same person. That is impressive. I did. Yeah. No, I similarly dated someone from when I was 22 to 28. And I, I think a lot about how like he really characterized most of my, my 20s. Yeah. All right. So eight years and then you went to school together. You broke up after college out of like fear of this entering into this long distance. Well, yeah. we So we both had amazing opportunities to go abroad. We we're very lucky to do that. Um, but neither of us were expecting that to happen after graduation. Um, but when those things oh, came. Oh, expecting to get it. <laughs> yeah, expecting. We, we, we won grants. Awesome opportunities. Very lucky. But it did mean that at some point we took a look at each other and we're like, yo, we're going to be in different countries yeah. next year. What are we going to do? And we had a long conversation that included. Different countries. Yeah. That's a, yeah. And we were like, you know, we've only dated each other in college. It's been really good. I really love you a lot. But I don't think I want to make you do long distance because I've heard that sucks. And we both felt that way about each other. And right. so we agreed to have a great summer together and then say goodbye forever. That's such a mature decision for a young 21, 22-year-old. Good job. Uh, well, you know, I appreciate you saying that. And a lot of people say that. I look back and I'm like, wow, I was a masochist. Like, Really? I, I don't know. Oh, okay. Was, I, I think it was the right decision and also it felt terrible at the time. So I don't know. I, I, I hesitate to, to label that with wisdom. It was chance maybe that we did the right thing. Okay. Was that more kind of mutual on uh, yeah. on both sides? Okay. Yeah, no, it was it was a mutual decision. I guess the wisdom was that we talked about it and didn't just say, okay, see you later. Yeah. Peace out. Bye. So how long were you broken up? Uh, we made about six months without talking. Without talking? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then I nearly died of the stomach flu and um, oh. she found out <laughs> via social media and contacted me and was like, I know we haven't talked in a while. Are you okay? Aww. And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. I'm dying. I'm dying. I seriously. How grateful are you now to have almost died from the stomach flu? You know, I, I really got to know myself a lot better. <laughs> uh, touched parts of me that I never expected to um, and uh, realized that I cannot eat for three days and just lie in a bed and sweat. Okay. And from there, when she reached out was it kind of just a re rekindling and happened quickly no. or okay yeah, we were continue. both really actually kind of wary we were like um let's explore this friendship it seems like we still have an interesting connection we connect really well on kind of an intellectual level which is important for right. both of us and it's like well we were both very aware of the like you know it's really easy to just fall back into a relationship with someone you've been with before because it's familiar and right. we don't want to just do it because it's familiar and so we it actually took us another three or four months. We had no intention at the beginning of like starting anything up again. Um, and over time, uh, and we didn't even know if we were going to see each other. Um, but it turned out we were going to be at a conference together in Aww. March of that year. And so I love it. <laughs> we were like, well, if we're going to see each other, 
we should probably plan for that. We can talk about it, yeah. And um, yeah, and and as as we realized how much we kind of missed each other and were connecting, we found that there was more to explore. We had both grown as people in sure. the time we'd been apart, and we were both interested to explore that new part of the other person. Um, so yeah, we flirted and <laughs> we chatted. And, oh, I don't know what's going to happen when we see each other. I don't know. And then we we saw each other. I remember we were at a hotel in Berlin and we caught sight of each other by the elevators. And uh, we held it together pretty well. We were like, oh, hello. Gave each other a hug. Good to see you. And then we went straight up to her room. <laughs> Did not see Berlin. Attaboy. It was a good time. Oh, Attaboy. That's was, awesome. That's a, a good, good story. Very exciting. Okay. And so flash forward a few years. Um, now you're here in Chapel Hill. She's not here in Chapel Hill. Yeah. Um, but you're still together. So I'm interested in a little in hearing about what that's looked like for you. Um, yeah. It sounds like you, you were very thoughtful in how you broke up. And so I'm interested in kind of what that looked like in your what your decision to go long distance looked like and what conversation and thoughts around that were. Yeah, it was. Um, we do a lot of talking, so uh, it was a it was a discussion, an ongoing discussion. We we're in different places because of grad school, mm-hmm. and um, we, after living in Europe, we spent two years living back in the same town we went to college in, uh, living together, which was a whole other adventure. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, from not seeing each other for a year to hey, let's move in together for sure. <laughs> but a really good uh, experience overall, and. Um, so when we were applying to grad school, we were like, we would really rather not be apart, but it could happen because grad school is a roll of the dice. And so we decided to kind of split the difference and apply to half places that overlapped ge- geographically and half places that didn't. And um, then we'd see what happened with the admissions. And it just worked out that neither of us got into places that were in the same place. So gotcha. um then the conversation was, well, are we going to try to make this work or not? Or are we going to change the configuration of the relationship? Are we going to make it an open relationship? Are we going to just be friends and sleep together when we're in the same city? Yeah. Or um, All of those options are on the table. And I'm really like looking back and I think it's a testament to the strength of our relationship that Absolutely. we could like talk about all of like those really options. Really maturely kind of like brainstorm together. Yeah. yeah. And like and I'm not going to lie and say I didn't feel like strongly about it. Of course I did. And I couldn't be completely neutral. I don't think you could be in a situation like that. But this person is important enough to me that I want to try to figure out how we could make it work in a way that works out for both of us. And so how do you make it work? Well, boy, I wish I knew what the right answer to that question was. I don't um, think there's a right answer. It's a your answer. That's true. Yeah, what just seems to work for you guys. Yeah. Um, kind of... It, one is kind of like a meta thing of talking about what is important. What What are the kind of signs of our relationship? Like, there's it's one thing to know that somebody cares about you. It's another thing to see the signs of that on a regular basis. And absolutely, like you could think about it like love language. Like deep down in my heart, I know that she's thinking about me. But if I've heard from her for three days, or if I don't text her for three days, it's like, well. You know, I'm feeling lonely, and or she's feeling lonely, and so it's kind of navigating. Did you say that, yeah. Good. So it's it's kind of navigating those. It's ta- it's talking about the things, the way that things are perceived. Because the the big challenge for long distance, I think, is that you get very few 
opportunities to interact compared to if you're living together or if even if you're in the same city. And so which can raise the stakes of those interactions. Right. And also your media of communication are limited. So we can talk on the phone. We can do a video call. Um, we can send naughty photos to each other, um, <laughs> which is fun uh, and something I hadn't done before before this because I was <laughs> because I was a child when we met. Yeah. Learning and growing. Uh, learning yes. and growing. Um, and so, but but that was part of the conversation. Like, how are we going to express to each other our affection, the playfulness, the support, right. and the fun part of the relationship yeah. over long distance? And boy, it has been a process of trial and error to try to figure out what those methods are. But also what what beautiful skills and strengths you're building as a couple to navigate all of that together. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you saying that. It it is it is hard. It's like because you can't be neutral. Like right. that, the thing about again, like the limited opportunities to interact in a kind of meaningful way. Like I'm busy. She's busy. We come home from a long day of grad schooling. Yeah. And it's like, do I have the emotional energy to be open and vulnerable and talk about the hard things right now, or are we just going to watch the next episode of Fleabag and not talk about it? Which we have done. Do you do that thing where you like press play together and yeah. then oh, it, yeah, it's so cute. She'll pull up Amazon Prime. I'll pull up Amazon Prime. We'll be on the Skype call and and I'll be like, okay, ready, steady. Oh no, no, wait, 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 what, wait. Where are you at? Oh, okay, no, go back. I'm at I'm at forty two thirty seven. Okay, go. And I love it. Cool. Yeah. We have to pause right there. We'll be back shortly. Thank you for listening to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. You're listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. We'll be back with more after this on 97.9 The Hill. And now back to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Once again, here's Sharon. Welcome back into Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. I am your host, Sharon. I'm here with AJ and my friend, Aaron. We have a couple more minutes left, and I want to hear from you. Maybe one surprising thing you've learned that's worked well for you or one thing you can talk about to listeners who may be considering going into a long-distance relationship. Um, Just kind of... Anything that stirs up for you? Yeah, I, I think, I mean, this kind of relates to what I was talking about before, but the m- number one thing is being able to talk about the stuff that makes you uncomfortable and trusting that the other person has the interest of the relationship at heart, like cares about you mm-hmm. underneath. Um, if you don't have that trust, then I think long distance You distances, got nothing. You got nothing. It's very challenging. Yeah. Um, and one of those things, one of the things that we, one surprising thing that has come out of having those kinds of conversation is, conversations is that uh, we realize that it's really hard for each of us to kind of take a sincere compliment um, from anybody <laughs> in the world, but also f- including- I, Knowing you, I, I, I could see that, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, but, but including from each other. And we were like, you know, the one thing your partner should be able to do is say a nice thing about you and have you just say, thanks. Yeah. That makes me feel good. It. Um, so we, we, we actually tried in a really, um, I don't know, painfully sincere way to, to, to practice that. Um, and some, so when we're, we've been feeling kind of disconnected for a while, or if we've been having a tough conversation lately, 
Sometimes we'll we'll play what we call the affirmation game where Oh my gosh. I know we'll be like, Do you want to do the affirmation game? And I'll be I don't know, I'm kinda mad. And we're like, <laughs> okay, well let's talk for a little while and see how it goes. But basically the way it, the way it happens is um, the rules are we take turns. Uh, one person starts and you just say one thing that you appreciate about the other person. And the other rule is that the other person can only say thank you. Um, and this prevents you from minimizing or arguing about it or being like, yeah, 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 but you're not seeing this other thing. It's like, no. Oh, I love it. It's so therapeutic. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and what's nice about it is we afterwards, we, we, we've, only, we've done it like three or four times over the last couple months. And like, you can't do it every day, right? It's not, right. Because um, I think it would lose its potency. But afterwards, we, we genuinely feel more connected and like more positive about each other, even if other things are kind of hurting or tender, it's like, okay, no, I, I see that you really care about me. And that really helps. It's really beautiful. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a, a great place to close. Maybe I can close with, um, Aaron, I really appreciate you joining me here today. Thank you, Sharon. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> Thanks for listening to us on Ship Talking. See you next time. You've been listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine on 97.9 The Hill. For more episodes, visit the on-demand page of our website, chapelboro.com. 